0: So he hurried and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all grumbled. He has gone in to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded any one of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, since he is also a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to
1: God. Maddie was five when we started the youth internship program. Brent was, as he said, one of the first interns, as was Robbie Higginbottom, who was playing guitar and singing today. It's been remarkable to see god's faithfulness and how he has used this church to reach so many and as a dad uh, certainly i'm grateful and as a pastor i'm grateful because i watch the way the, the lord has extended himself in so many ways these high school students some are covenant children of this church they were baptized here as brent said you made a vow that you would assist in the spiritual nurture of these children. Some came to Christ later. They were on the Florida trip or on one of our mission trips or like Sarah Gray said, through a relationship. They came to saving faith. And they were here today too, and there's others that weren't. Here, God has moved in a mighty way, making himself known through this church, through our youth ministry, and through our children's ministry and on and on. But the goal the whole time has been the same, that we as a people would show them Jesus. And this morning, as we have a little time in the Word and then take a moment to pause, to pray, giving you a chance to fill out your card, it's all about that. Show me Jesus. Our church is committed to making the name and the person and work of Jesus Christ known. It's that simple. We don't really want to be about a whole lot of other things. Whatever avenue we pursue, whatever tool we use, whatever Bible study we host, in every occasion, it is about showing people Jesus, the one who is the way, the truth, and the life. Whether it's in East Asia, at a high school, over in West Dallas, in your place of work or your neighborhood street, we must always as believers be about that. And that's why I think the Lord led me to this wonderful text. Children who grow up in the church learn about Zacchaeus very early, don't they? And they learn about Zacchaeus with a song, and I don't know who wrote it, but it's one that you probably sang when you were a child. And it goes like this, Zacchaeus was a, fill in the blank. And a wee little man was. The problem with a song like that is a story like this stays stuck in that kind of vernacular, that kind of sense of context, This is an amazing story. An amazing story of rescue, where a rich man who is a chief tax collector wants to see the real Jesus. A a story like this, if you grew up in the church, can become so routine that at a certain age you think, well, what else can I get out of Zacchaeus? And that story Well, let me try to give you a few things before we come to this time of giving. Just before Luke tells the story of Zacchaeus, he records Jesus saying something that left a man very sad. And that was in Luke 18 and that was the rich young ruler. Jesus told that man to go and sell his possessions and give. That man walked away very sad. That's when Jesus, as recorded by Luke, said, it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Most of us in this sanctuary are rich. By the world standard, very rich. Therefore, if you are a Christian, what God's word says is it was hard for you to enter the kingdom. What that means is, if you're a Christian, God has given you the grace that was necessary for you to overcome that which might kept you of feeling the need for a savior. You and I, because we're so rich, must praise God that his grace was sufficient to open our eyes to see that we needed Christ. In that passage, Jesus says it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. The disciples then ask a question, who then can be saved? And Jesus says, with man, it is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. And then Luke gives us this story. It's not a parable. It's not a cute account of a man who came to Christ. It is a profound story of rescue, where a man who without Christ would spend eternity separated from God in hell pursues what most people would wealth and whatever means are necessary to place his security in that which most of us are tempted to wealth he pursued and he was successful the word of God tells us that Zacchaeus was rich and the way he was rich was because he was a chief tax collector which meant he wasn't liked he was involved in fraud he he ripped people off that's who Zacchaeus is that's who Zacchaeus was Zacchaeus, for some reason, begins to think about this person, Jesus. We're not told why. But the story tells us that Jesus is coming towards where Zacchaeus is. Hearing the crowd, Zacchaeus wants to see. The Word of God says specifically he wanted to see Jesus. And so being little, he moves in with a lot of other people who wanna see Jesus. And as he moves with the crowd, he's little, he can't get to a place. The desire to see Jesus was so strong though, that he's willing, and it seems like it would be humiliating, especially if you're little, he climbs up into a tree. And there as he's, he's climbing into this tree, you need to think about it. He is over the crowd and he's looking towards Jesus. He's looking for Jesus. I said this to the seniors in the last hour, and I think it's good for us to hear. Really comes from a a sermon Tim Keller preached on this passage when he said, sometimes you must climb above the crowd to see the real Jesus. And he's right. These students, like you and like me, are are going to need to climb above the crowd to see the real Jesus. They're gonna need to climb above the crowd of some friends that won't really be pointing them to the real Jesus. They're going to need to climb above a a group, a fraternity, a sorority, a team that isn't focused on Jesus in order to see the real Jesus. They're certainly going to have to climb above professors who have great delight in causing the foundation of a young person's life to crumble because they basically destruct everything they've seen. They're going to need to climb above the crowd to see the real Jesus. That also includes often the religious crowd, because sometimes, like in this text, it's the religious folks who really don't get the real Jesus either. They're the ones in the passage that are grumbling that Jesus is talking to Zacchaeus. We must climb above the crowd to see the real Jesus. And that's what Zacchaeus did. And when Zacchaeus got up above the crowd to see Christ, what did he discover? Well, this is why this passage is so deep. This passage holds for us the essence of Christianity. It holds for us what separates Christianity from all the other major religions in the world. You know what it is? Zacchaeus wanted to see jesus it says he was seeking to see him what he discovered and this is the essence of christianity is that christ was seeking to see him christianity is not about primarily man's pursuit of god it is about god's pursuit of man and here is zacchaeus the wee little man Climbing in a tree because he wants to see Jesus. And when he looks out above the crowd and sees Jesus, what does he see? He sees Jesus turn and move towards him. And as he moves towards him, Zacchaeus begins to discover that Jesus wants to speak to him. He wants to see him. Luke says, as Jesus approached, he came to a place and looked up. And Jesus said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down for I must stay at your house today. How strange. Do you think Zacchaeus for a minute thought that that's what was going to happen? Don't you think like many in the crowd, he just wanted a glimpse, just maybe wanted to see something weird happen. But now this Messiah, this miracle man is moving towards Zacchaeus He's looking up at him in the tree, and he knows his name. Don't miss that. If you are in Christ, it's because he knows your name. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. He knew your name before your parents ever gave it to you. This is how personal God is. Jesus speaks to Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, hurry come down. I must stay in your house today. What options did Zacchaeus have? Zacchaeus could have simply looked out at the crowd already probably feeling a little bit odd about being in a tree and he could have said no. He could have said, I don't know you, stranger danger. I don't know what else he might have said, but I don't know what's going to happen if I come down and, and walk with you and invite you to my house. But that's not what he did. And the reason he didn't is because a doctrine called irresistible grace was flowing. And the doctrine of irresistible grace means that God's beauty and glory and grace is so powerful that it overwhelms the soul to the point where it says, I must be with him. I must have him. I can't resist being with him. And as that happened to Zacchaeus, Luke tells us that he did just what Jesus said. He hurried down that tree. He moved down that tree. He quickly went down to be in the presence of Christ. Next we hear of the grumbling of the religious people who said, he has gone to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. Jesus doesn't speak, but Zacchaeus does. Zacchaeus, the wee little man who climbed up in the tree because he wanted to see Jesus, discovered that Jesus wanted to see him. That's Christianity, God pursuing us. First question in the Bible from God, where are you? It's God pursuing us. Then Zacchaeus, as the crowd grumbles, speaks. And you know what he says? Listen, word for word. Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. Why did he do that? Jesus didn't say, in order for you to be saved, you must give half to the poor. In order for you to be saved, you must pay back four times the people you've defrauded. And he had, and he knew it. Why did he do it? Because God's grace overwhelmed his soul. And he became in that moment one with Christ, union with Christ, saved by his grace. And when that happened, a heart in a man that was in the tree, dead and not beating for God, not just sick, dead, not beating for God, Ephesians 2, It began to beat at some moment as the spirit was moving. And as it did, Zacchaeus was so overwhelmed by God's affection, his grace, his love, his glory, that he said, not because he was commanded to, half of what I have, and he had a lot, I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone fourfold, I will pay them back. He was a new man. He had a radical conversion. And that radical conversion in that moment led to this radical generosity. My friends, I've seen some radical conversions. But you and I also have a radical conversion. It was a conversion that caused every dead heart that was going to beat for Christ to beat. It is radical. Zacchaeus moves in response to that with this incredible generosity, and it's appropriate. Jesus never commanded it though. Jesus has never said, you must give away 50%. He has never said, go back and pay back fourfold. This is important as we approach this time of giving, because God here is demonstrating the transformed heart that leads to the generosity. You see, Zacchaeus in this passage isn't the hero. When you take a moment and a minute to pray and consider what it is you're pledging, your focus must not be on Zacchaeus. I have failed today if you right now are are thinking, I need to be like Zacchaeus. I'm going to leave this place and be like Zacchaeus. Because Zacchaeus isn't the hero. He is just responding to the hero. He is responding to the one he wanted to see, who he discovered wanted to see him. He is responding to the one who looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down. I must stay at your house today. He's responding to the one who, in some miraculous way, entered into him and saved him. Jesus is the hero, not Zacchaeus. And when we know that hero, the same one who spoke to Zacchaeus, better than that. The same one who created Zacchaeus, better than, not better, but as good. The same one who created the tree that had a seed planted in the ground that would one day grow up, that Zacchaeus would climb to see that Jesus wanted to see him. That same God saved you if you're in Christ. That same God wants you to express His grace with generous, radical living. Jesus is the hero. And not long after this, I'm not sure the dates and times, but Zacchaeus would see or at least hear of something. And he would hear of another tree. And the tree he would hear of is the one that Jesus would now be not in, but on. And it would be the tree of the cross in which Christ hung on Golgotha. And there Christ would go through every bit of suffering that was necessary as he became sin for us, dying the death that we all deserve to die, and then crying out in his last breath, it is finished. Into thy hands I commit my spirit. And then we know as we celebrate, he rose from the dead. He's the hero. If you were in Christ, you have had a radical conversion. Maybe yours will be today if you're not in Christ. Maybe you're rising above the crowd to see the real Jesus. Whatever, my friends, the case is, if you're in Christ, he has saved you. From that glorious grace, this church desires always to do one thing, that is to extend the person of Christ, to show this city, our state, this country and the world, Jesus. Whatever the Lord is calling you to give is to that end, the glory of making known the name of Christ. He has done it for 25 years, almost 26 now, and we believe he will continue to do it until the day he returns. So as we close the service, I want to encourage you just to stay. It's just a little bit longer. We're going to list, I'm going to pray, and then we're going to listen to some music, giving you a chance to fill out your card if you haven't done so already, and they're in the pews. I want to tell you, if you're visiting, and this is your first Sunday here, go ahead and fill one out and be really generous. <laughs> That's not expected, of course. And we don't talk about money a lot, either, I would love for you to grab one of these though in the hallways and really see the history of the church and the vision moving forward. For those who are here and know about this campaign, we really have prayed that you would hear his voice and be generous and sacrificial. If you have your card, look at it, pray over it, listen to the music. If you need one, they're in the pews. Take time to fill it out and pray for one another. You're going to hear some beautiful music. So be in the moment and pray. And then after a little bit, The offering will be taken and then we'll move forward to a closing hymn, giving God all the glory. Let me pray. Jesus, this is such good news. Your word giving us stories like Zacchaeus that when we look a little deeper we see that it's not just a cute little story but it is an actual story of a man being saved for all eternity. We We'll meet Zacchaeus. That's amazing to think about. That text teaches us too, Lord, the difference between Christianity and other religions that you, by your grace and glory, have sought us. Thank you. Thank you so much. We don't deserve it. And Lord, as we contemplate now and seek to listen again, lead us. Make us more generous than we could ever imagine because we want to show the world you, Christ We pray this in your holy name. Amen.